0: What's that mean, and why? What's that mean? My children ask that question regularly. That has a lot to do with my son Mickey being 8 years old, and my daughter Claire being 7. But I imagine it also has something to do with how I talk with my children. Largely, I speak with my children the same way I speak with everyone else. I don't claim to be the most articulate cat, but... I also don't alter my speech much when I talk to my kids. As such, I will occasionally say something my children don't understand. If I use a word like minutia, irreverent, or juxtaposed, my children will listen intently, ask what the word means, and I'll explain. Just recently, Mickey and I were waiting outside a public restroom for Claire. We had to hang around for a bit before Claire rejoined us, and when she did, Mickey surmised as to why it took her so long in the bathroom. I cut Mickey off and told him it was uncouth to discuss someone going to the bathroom. That led to a discussion on the meaning of the word couth and people who might be considered couth. I love those sorts of conversations. Kids are good at asking questions, and I'm not much for dumbing things down. I would rather empower my children to ask questions about things they don't understand than risk missing a learning opportunity. It's hard to know when children will start understanding certain concepts, but I'd rather be early to that party. I'd rather set the bar and have my children rise to meet it. Fortunately, My children are at that wonderful, curious stage where they aren't afraid to ask, what's that mean? I fear we lose that as we get older. I have so many students who just want the answer or want to know the steps required of them to move on to the next thing. Those students aren't entirely to blame for that. We have an educational system that teaches unquestioned conformity. We want students to stand in line, raise their hands, take standardized tests, and meet benchmarks. Then we're baffled when our students don't think for themselves or hunger for knowledge. There's a reason for that uniformity, and it's not all bad. Teachers have to control classrooms filled with students of all different aptitudes and ability levels and backgrounds and experiences, and they're supposed to get all students to meet the same standards. The trouble is... That system doesn't always do enough to feed that inherent curiosity and creativity we all have from birth. Of course, the adult world we've created doesn't do a lot to help the cause either. We grow up and jump through the hoops of monotonous careers. We fall into routines, and somewhere along the line, we decide we're a finished product. Innate curiosity dies. Our education system builds the pine box. Our adult lives lower it into the ground. It happens. We all get swept up in the inertia of our daily lives. Our routines provide the same comfort and stability of a structured classroom. That's okay, but if we don't leave room to ask what's that mean, our lives become as tired and unfulfilling as that stale classroom. How much better our lives might be if we can just stop now and again and ask... What's that mean? As children, we ask what's that mean because we want to learn about ourselves and the world around us. As we get older, we tend to neglect both. What's that mean is about being mindful and open. If we stop to ask what our own behaviors mean, we can begin to change negative habits and build positive ones. We can start to identify and manage our emotions we can get back on the path of personal growth that gave us a sense of wonder and joy in our youth. If we stop to ask what the behaviors of others mean, we can take the first steps toward empathy. We can start to remove the pain associated with the actions of others. We can forgive and connect and love. Once we get comfortable asking what's that mean, we can take the next step and start asking, why? Of course, children are also exceptionally good at this. Anyone who has children, or has ever been around young children, is familiar with the why phase, where children almost compulsively ask for an explanation of everything. Children want to understand everything, or at the very least, they want to question everything. We know kids in the why phase aren't always looking to fully understand everything. Sometimes they just ask it out of habit, even after a preemptive explanation has been given. But at least they're asking questions. Sometimes we kill that why phase with our because I said so responses. Having our every move questioned is annoying, and it's not a very efficient use of our limited time. We stop asking why as we get older for the same reasons. Other people don't like to be questioned, and we're wrapped up in our daily responsibilities. We just don't have time to question everything. But asking why is so important. Why takes those things we identified by asking what's that mean and allows us to go deeper. What's that mean is about being open and honest. Why is about finding truth. Asking what's that mean helps us better understand the world around us. Asking why can help us change that world. That's the process for change. If we want to change ourselves, we have to identify our behaviors. Then we have to get to the roots of our behaviors. the needs we're fulfilling by behaving a certain way. If we want to improve a relationship with someone else, we have to do the same. We have to really look at the behaviors of the other person, and we have to truly consider the circumstances, needs, and desires that feed those behaviors. That's not an easy thing to do. Another reason we stop asking questions is because we may not like the answers. If we look too closely at ourselves, we may find things we didn't want to find. If we really try to see others, we might question our previously held assumptions and beliefs. If we truly examine a situation, we might find out we were wrong about it all along. We want our answers to be convenient. We only ask the questions that will confirm our current understanding of things. We put affirmation above truth. I think that's a big piece of the division we see in the world. We want to confirm our own existence instead of questioning it. That's the other wonderful thing children do. They don't ask questions to support preconceived notions. When we're young, we don't have any preconceived notions. We discover the world with our eyes and our hearts open. And we don't wait for the right answers. Children often don't need any answer at all. They just need to keep questioning. That may seem silly at first. It's when a kid asks why to infinity without really trying to figure anything out. But that can also be powerful. In our adult lives, we shy away from questions because we may not get the answers we want. Or we may not get an answer at all. That's besides the point, though. Life is a complicated, messy, confusing endeavor. We're never going to have all the answers. But that's no reason to stop asking questions. That's the real journey. It's the seeking more than the finding. It's asking, what's that mean and why?